It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I am Simon Marcel. The accent is French, straight from Paris. Before I go to your course to hear your love stories and the dilemmas and the love questions, I got a question for you, a little question. Think about it. The question is, should you tell your partner about all the little things that annoy you or not? I said that because I posted this very question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, and here's the result. It's interesting. 79% of you said, yes, we should tell our partner about all the little things that annoys us. And 21% said, no, just let it go. I am in favor of, with a good sense of humor, saying most of it because then you like detox. But with a nice sense of humor, not at the wrong time, not on an empty stomach, and certainly not with the wrong tone. But we should talk about little things. They, they don't they disappear by themselves. That's my first advice of the night. You call the next, 855-905-8255. You have a question for me? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, April. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is going on? Well, I'm in a relationship now, and I really, really love him, but I have this problem where every time I get into a relationship, I, I, I start to kind of uh, nitpick and create, like, problems just because I, I think because I get nervous and scared um, that it's not going to work out or something. Um, but I really love this guy, and I really want it to work out, so I just want to know what I should do. I don't, I don't know how to fix it. Okay. So before we answer, you know yourself better than I know you. What does it start? So give me an example when everything is going well and then what happens for you to start this game? Um, I think it's usually like six or seven months in, I kind of get um, everything starts going well and we're, we're starting to, we've kind of learned a lot about ourselves and then we are um, doing things like talking more to our friends and hanging out more to our friends and our family and stuff uh, separate <laughs> from each other. Um, and yep. so I get a little bit anxious. Um, and so I think that, um, from there, I, I don't know, I, I start, like, I'll start a fight, I'll, I'll look at his Instagram, and I'll be like, why are you looking at this person's photo or something? Something silly. So, if, but, but it starts five, six months in, not before that, you start to feel insecure, and you start to feel insecure, you said, because you don't see each other enough, or just because you see each other too much? I think it's that, um... Uh, the attention, like, I, I don't see him enough anymore. Like, the attention that we had in the beginning, the spark and, like, all that, um, mm -hmm. it's not that it's diminished, but the attention isn't on me anymore as much, which sounds silly, but um, I think that that's kind of why um, I started doing it. I, that, that that makes sense. And do you say, are you honest, or, or you never say, I need a lot of attention when you start, you know, after a while, say, don't forget about me, <laughs> like, just things like this. With a good sense of humor, do you ever say that? No, I don't. I should, though, I guess. <laughs> you should. You should. Yeah. You, it, listen, I'm a guy, okay? So let's say we were, we were dating and, and my girlfriend would say that. I would take it seriously. If she said it was a nice, just a way to make me laugh and, and smile, then I know she means business, but it's not against me. So when you need yeah. more attention, just say it, but say it nicely with a good sense of humor, okay? Okay. Don't destroy a good thing this time. Okay. Okay, yeah, you're right. All right, April. I'm glad you called. You know what to do now. Yes, I do. Thank you so much, Simon. You're welcome and have a good night. Thank you. I don't know about you, but listening to April's Dilemma, I just want to talk a little more about all the things we don't say, but we should. That's next. 
Have you ever in a relationship wanted to say little things to your partner, things that, you know, you didn't say because you just use, you know, aggressions or acting on it? I'll give you a simple example. You're in a relationship, you're in a partnership, you're married. And then instead of saying, you know, like Apple just did, you know, instead of saying to my partner, I need more attention, I kind of start to sabotage the relationship. Maybe you do, you know aggressions, maybe you become moody, maybe use other aspects of the relationship instead of what? Saying like it is, right? And that is really one of the learning in my last 20 years in relationships. Just say it like it is. Don't spit it at your partner like being aggressive, but say it with a good sense of humor. You'll feel better, I guarantee it. And I'm going to share an example of where I should have said things, I didn't, and I'm going to tell you what happened. Next. So I was dating this girl way back when, and she was always chewing a gum. You know that, that noise, okay? Super cute, super intelligent, super caring, but all day long. And so instead of saying to her, listen, is there any way we can stop the, the, the chewing of the gum? Because the it drives me nuts. But I didn't say it. And you know why? Because I was afraid of rejection. And I used any other excuse I had to be mean to her. Or, but the reality was, it was all about the gum. And then she had enough of me and all my little you know, attacks on her. And she dumped me like an old sock. And at the end, I said to myself, you schmuck, Simon. You should have told her about the gum instead of beating around the bush. And then my therapist told me, don't let little things get too big. Then they rotten the relationship and you lose your partner. So don't do like me, do better than me. You call that next, 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel, you're listening to The Rendezvous. You have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lisa. Hi, Simon. Um, yeah, I do have a dating question for you. Okay, what's going on? Um, I just want to know, my friends and I really want to know, how can we stand out in the online dating world? Since that's such a big thing right now. We want to know how we can make a good first impression to potential guys or girls that we want to date. You know, sure. how can we put our best foot forward and create a great profile without taking it too far, looking like we're trying too hard? <laughs> that's a great question. So here's the thing. I'm going to give you a few tips. First, remember, men are visual. So take pictures with you, know, you mostly. Uh, a couple with your friends, that's it. Don't exaggerate. Uh, and then really activities. If you like a sports, we can relate. Uh, maybe it could be playing chess. It could be many things. Uh, whatever you like. Uh, I know a lot of people want to know if you you know, want to get married, have children, all of that. Don't hesitate to put it out there. Just very, very simple and a little sense of humor, right? People want to smile. People want to laugh. People want to relax when they read your profile. That's my tip, really. Simple, straight to the point, good pictures, and no more book-long stories, you know, that takes forever to read. Amazing. So, yeah, men are visual creatures. It's a good reminder. And I mean... I have a new camera. I'm going to put it to good use and can I be great photos on there. I'm going to be honest. 80% will be on the picture, what you look like for most guys, and then activities and what you're up to. All right? Excellent. All Thank right. you. Yeah, that's so helpful. Well, you're most welcome. Good luck to you and your girlfriends. Call me back anytime you need help. <laughs> will do. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good night. Bye-bye now. I got to go to my Instagram DM because somebody had a great first date and is now totally confused. Let's talk about that next. If you have a question for me but you can't call me, 
you can always send me a DM on my Instagram, at Rendezvous Radio. So, Trisha, what's going on with Roxanne and her first date? Roxanne says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Roxanne. I had a first date with a man that I met on Match earlier tonight. We had drinks and appetizers at a local bar, and everything was great. He paid for everything, and he was such a gentleman. At the end of the date, he told me he definitely wants to see me again, which I was excited about. Until I got a Venmo request from him for half the cost of our date. He never said anything about me paying half of the date, which I would have been fine with, but now I feel like it's just weird. So my question is, how do I handle this? Roxanne, after a great first date, if the guy sent you a request for you to pay half, there's one thing to do and one thing only, and I'll tell you that next. What would you do if you were on a great first date, the person tells you they want to see you again soon, but they send you then a Venmo request later on for half the cost of the date? So, Roxanne, since that happened to you, here's my advice. Do pay half of it and get rid of this idiot. Because in my school of thoughts, either you are upfront about those things and we say, hey, let's split. And I know young people do that. Or you like my old school, which I've always invited every 100% of all my dates, never let them pay anything. But waiting later on when the person is not in front of you to send a request by Venmo saying pay half, that's rude, ridiculous. And that's the expression of somebody I don't respect. So get rid of the dude by paying half of the date. You just pay for what you had. And you are saved from a major, major loser. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Christy, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Christy. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? Okay, so I went out with a guy, and he was very aggressive at first. He was calling and texting and trying to set up our first date. So I felt like he really liked me. Uh And then, so we finally go on this lunch date, and everything is going great. Our conversation is good. You know, we have some chemistry. I feel like we're attracted to each other. And the next day, it's like crickets. I haven't heard from him. He hasn't called. He hasn't (laughs) texted. And I'm thinking, like, you know, he's the guy in this situation, so shouldn't he reach out to me? And he was so aggressive at first, and to go from, like, 60 to zero, it was jarring. So then I waited another day, and he still hasn't reached out. And I'm like, so does he not like me anymore? And I talked to my friend about it, and she's convinced it's the mom jeans that I wore because men are very visual. And I'm just like, I don't know. Was it my outfit, or did he just does he just not like me? So... Simon, I really need your advice. I need to know what to do. Tell me again, what did your girlfriend say to you it was? She said that she's convinced it's the mom jeans that I wore. So it's the style of jeans that are kind of baggy. They're not form-fitting. Oh. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, uh, Christy, um, the reason somebody doesn't call you back simply they're not either interested in you, really, or available. So, you know, in this dating world... We also know people are dating plenty of people all the time. You know, sometimes you got two dates a day. And so even if you think it goes, it's going well, the only thing that matters is the following text or, or the following phone calls or the following invitation because you wanted him to call you back or text you back, right? 
Yes, I do. Of course. But the reason that you, for instance, don't text back a dude or don't call back a dude is what? I mean, because I'm not really that into him. That's it. So there is uh, nothing you can do. It's not about your outfit. Men don't care about outfit, okay? So it's it's a sad truth. Really, most of us, we're not so good at, at fashion, including me. So don't worry about the, the outfit. But sorry for the bad news. There's nothing you can do. Uh, keep your silence. Don't text him. Don't reach out. No DM, nothing. If he wakes up one day and, and um, wants to reach out to you, okay. But I feel it's just not in, into you right now. So it's a waste of time to wait. Uh, okay. Sorry. Oh, all right. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome, Christy. I just don't want you to get your heart broken or your hopes up. There is really little chance that he's going to reach out to you now. You're right. You're right. Thank you. Okay, Christy. Oh. Good luck to you. Keep on dating and stay strong. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, my producer Jill said that I should go to that voicemail because somebody needs my help right now. So that voicemail is coming up next. If you need my help, you have a question, but you can't reach out to me for any reason, just leave me a voicemail like this one. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, This is Alexis, and I wanted to ask you for some advice. Um, I've been married for three years, and um, I feel like my husband and I are a really good match in many ways, but... We don't really like to do the same things, and I feel like I've been doing what he likes um, for, you know, just in terms of social activities or whatever. And um, I feel like when he will go with me to, say, a work function or something that I really want him to come with me to, he drags his feet. And um, I just, I think, I feel like I'm getting resentful. (laughs) And I wanted to know if you had any advice um, about how I could talk with him about that or anyway, you're so good in these things. I love your show. So I'm really looking forward to hearing your answer. Thank you so much. Alexis, thank you so much for the voicemail. And basically, how can you tell your partner that a team takes teamwork? That's next. You know, in relationships, I always use that phrase, takes teamwork to make the dream work. Meaning for you, Alexis, who just left me that voicemail, that you have to tell your husband that if he drags his feet to the function you want him to go to and he doesn't want to come or anything, he's not a good team player. And there is not a possibility in a partnership when it's not more or less 50-50. And sometimes you don't want to go to something that your partner finds it so exciting, but you do it for him. And vice versa. The equilibrium of love depends of 50% that side, 50% that other side. And without this equilibrium of love and relationship, your marriage will be in trouble. So tell him to lift up his feet and go already and stop it with the attitude. This guy makes me mad. Just use your sense of humor, but you get my point. You call that next, 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel, you're listening to The Rendezvous. Karina, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Karina. You have a romantic story for us? I do. I wanted to add my romantic story to the collection that I've heard on the show. Please, please. You know I love them. It's really the heartbeat, the sound of the rendezvous. So please share what the story is. Okay. So a few years ago, um, I actually received a ring that my late aunt had sent me. 
And it was a clada with my birthstone was an opal, and I absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. A few months later, I actually lost the stone, and I was horribly upset. Mm -hmm. And my boyfriend um, actually uh, took me to cheer me up. He took me on a hot air balloon ride. And because that was at the top of my bucket list and it was amazing. It was early in the morning, the sunrise, he had champagne for me and everything. And on the hot air balloon ride, he actually presented me with the ring that he had taken the setting and actually had another stone put into it. So (laughs) that, that, that is very thoughtful and very romantic, I must say. Now, tell me, what was your reaction? Did you cry? Did you, when he presented the ring, what was your immediate reaction? Um, I bawled my eyes out. <laughs> 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 I mean, to put it, you know, I, I I cried. There were lots of tears, but it was it was very exciting, very romantic. This is very, you know, beautiful story. So thank you so much for sharing. I just imagined the balloon and, and the sunrise and all of this. It just it's magnificent. So thank you so much for sharing that that new story to my to my collection at the Rendezvous Show. We we love and keep those stories. So thank you so much and, and have a good night. Thank you, Karina. You too. Yes. Thank you. Bye bye. Stay with me. More rendezvous is next. You're listening to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. First of all, thank you so much, and I mean it. I mean it every night. Thank you for tuning in to the rendezvous. It just makes my my life, my my team's life, also so exciting. So thank you for that. Last question of the night. The question is: Why would you keep your marriage a secret from your family? So you all probably say, but yeah, why? Why would anyone keep such a wonderful thing, a marriage secret from a family? Well, somebody called me and wanted to confess that story and had a reason why they want to keep their marriage secret from their family. If you want to know why, just go to my website, therendezvousshow.com, download that episode of my podcast, La Confession. That was an interesting confession I got here. And if you also have a confession you want to make, don't be shy. Reach out to us, therendezvousshow.com, or even leave me a message on my answering machine there. 855-905-8255 and we'll have you in. Thank you so much again. Bonne nuit et merci beaucoup. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.